Good morning, everyone. Wonderful Thursday. Jesus is good to us. We are alive in Christ, and I'm happy to be here. Welcome. I'm George Watkins. If you haven't been here before, thanks for stopping by. We have a number of people that pop in and out in seconds. Well, stay around. If you're looking for a good word from God, I got one for you today. Jesus ripped the heavens open with his cross. Let's talk about it. If you have not subscribed, do so, and thank you for sharing these broadcasts. I am blown away, shocked, overcome, <laughs> and a 15 other adjectives I can't think of. When I think, when I try to grasp my mind around the kingdom of God and the work that Jesus <clears throat> has done for us and what he's doing with us and through us in this age and this day we live in. Now, <clears throat> Paul put it in a short form. He said it is beyond our imagination. So it's not even worth my effort to try to get around it. Why? Because it is always increasing. Think about this. When God said, let light be 186,000 miles a second, it's gone. It's still going. And the galaxies and the universe, universe, universes are still being discovered by the trillions because when God sends his word out, it never stops. Creation is still creating. How can I imagine that? How can I put my hand around that? Well, you can't. So what do we do? We come to the cross and to Christ and embrace what it means to be in love with Jesus. Now, when Jesus was asked the greatest, you know, what's the greatest commandments? And they were, they were raised as, you know, through generations on the 10 commandments, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. Jesus said, there's two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and your neighbors yourself. I tell you, I can have smoke coming out my ears sometimes trying to think about politics and the world around us and you know the future of my grandchildren <laughs> and what I'm going to eat for breakfast sometimes. But when we focus ourselves on what Christ has done for us and for the kingdom of God and for the generations of humans that are that have followed the cross after the cross. I'm able to grasp that because the word of God tells me that before the cross, the entire human race was guilty and not innocent and under the control of the gods of this earth. Now the gods of this earth were the demon gods. Well, they weren't demon gods, they were they were rebellion. They were re rebellious gods that 
our Jehovah God, the only one true God, created. They were part of that creation that he gave rule to, and they went renegade. Now, the nations of this world then were controlled by those spirits or principalities and powers the new the new testament refers to them as when the cross happened that came to an end the power that god released brought those rebellious gods under the control of the name of jesus and under the control of the blood of christ now is there still trouble in the world is there still bondage in the world yes but we cannot imagine what it is to live without the cross going back before the cross no one had freedom from the spirits of the enemy from the demon the, the, the domain and the control of the gods of this earth it had been 400 years since even the israelites had heard the voice of the lord Darkness was upon the face of the earth. And Matthew 4 says, and when a great light came to those who sat in darkness, Jesus became that light to this world. And then when he died on the cross and, and rose from the dead and ascended to the Father with his blood and came again through the form of the Holy Spirit into the bodies of people in the book of acts and that began to be the um, domination of light and peace and, and control and freedom from the spirits of the enemy all right that's my thought for today that has to do with why we're free now how how then can we communicate this how can we tell or impress or in affect someone else well the scriptures tell us that jesus gave a secret a tool a, a key in the last chapter of the book of luke and he said i want you to go into all the world and preach the gospel now the preaching of the gospel doesn't doesn't have you know to do with just a pulpit or a crusade or a church the preaching of the gospel can begin can become just you as a lifestyle christian among people you walk in among them with your character with your love for life and your love for your God and your resistance against the societal rot or you know corruption that goes on, the light you shine without even opening your mouth is a witness. Then, as God gives opportunity, when you speak what your heart says, which is God is the key to your to your to your problem if you have a problem jesus can answer it now that's the preaching of the gospel and the spirit of faith that is in you because you believe and christ lives in you when you open your mouth out comes the light that will turn darkness away and drive it away 
So our responsibility and our joy is to be a light in a dark country, a dark land, a dark world, and a voice where no one has heard hope before. There is hope in Jesus, and there is rescue in Jesus, and there is freedom in Jesus. That's the message of the gospel. That's why they call it the good news. <laughs> hey, it's good news. You can come out of prison. Can you imagine a painting crew coming into the prison and saying, hey, we got good news for you. We're going to paint your cell a new color. Oh, you don't get to leave, but just going to make it a new color for you. No, no, no. Jesus came and took the door off of the prison and said, you are free. Come out. Now, here's salvation for you. Here's what it means to be what we call saved, born again, you know, when we come to Christ. We actually come out of that prison. The cross brought the prison door open. The cross took the door away from the prison. The cross gave us a a written page, a written document. You're free and you're forgiven and God's not mad at you. Come out. That's salvation as we know it, is when we come out of that bondage by our confession of Jesus Christ. If we don't, we live under the bondage that we are free from. There's the story over the ages of the prince and the pauper and, the, you know, the, the, the king or the prince who didn't know he was a prince and lived like a bum until he was discovered as the orphan son that was lost in the woods and they found him later. But all that time that he was living in bondage, he owned vast amount of land and wealth beyond imagination and castles wherever he wanted. But he didn't know it. He was a king in disguise because of ignorance. The gospel brings revelation and it takes the blindness off of our eyes and we see what Jesus did for us on the cross when he ripped the heavens open and the angels begin to come and minister to us again. Hallelujah. I love Joseph's, Jacob's ladder in the Old Testament where he had that, that vision, night vision of the angels ascending and descending. That's where we live now. The angels are coming and going daily out of our lives. Whether we see it or hear it, it's happening. That's why we're still alive. And that's why we have victory. And that's why God opens doors for us. And that's why we can see the tomorrows with faith. <laughs> well, I tell you, that's good news to me. It's good news that the heavens are open. I told you about the old boy in our church when I was a kid. He would pray every night at the altar. We always went down to the front. Everybody knelt and prayed for a fair amount of time often. He would get up and he would say, the heavens are iron and the earth is brass. And he'd walk out. Well, us kids used to laugh at that and kind of mock it, say it back and forth and laugh. But as I grew up and realized that the the brother was really locked somewhere with his 
understanding that the heavens had been open and he didn't have to beg or plead or make deals. Jesus did it for him, did it for you, did it for me. You see, it's all been done. It's signed and delivered. All you have to do is back your little Ford pickup to the dock and load the things up that God has provided for you. <laughs> Amen. Isn't that something? Well, bless you today on this Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Hey, don't forget, I'm going to be in the Assembly of God Church in Rainier, Oregon for Sunday morning service. If you're in the area and don't have your home church, come and enjoy a good flow of the Holy Ghost and a word from God. That's in Rainier, Oregon, Pastor Jeff McCracken. You can find it in the directory, I'm sure. All right, well, we will see you Friday morning. And as you are watching this, I will be making my way down the freeway on a journey to have a weekend. I'm going to be teaching in the supernatural school they have on Saturday, and it's going to be wonderful. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, subscribe if you haven't. Share it. Send some likes, some comments. Really appreciate all the help you've given us through prayers and financial support. Thank you so much. We continue to press forward. And we expect to see God's blessing on the journey we're on. Until tomorrow, may the Lord bless you and keep you.